welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com, where we bring you insightful, liberating, intuitive people from around the globe. They share their life's journeys and experience wisdom to guide you on your own discovery of self. Each week from Tuesday to Monday, we will bring you new shows on our many genres, and with over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is John Osborne, all the way from France. He is a self-taught naturopath, and he believes that the every cure starts kind of at the home. It's nature's home. It's in the ground. Uh, we have, as human beings, created diseases, but uh, when you look at it, nature has always provided us with an answer and um, it's really only been about the last 100 150 years that western medicine has come into play and you know this is not going to be a western medicine bashing however it is going to be an enlightenment show um, western medicine when it comes to fixing limbs even growing limbs um, heart transplants liver transplants the things that they can do today are extraordinary but the one thing they still seem to be lacking on is prevention and when cancer has become as common as the common cold, I think we really need to be looking at what the issues are, because it wasn't that uh, prevalent before. Why is it so much today? We're going to look at the diet. We're going to look at what we intake. We're going to look at um, our whole perspective from the way that we live, our lifestyle. And we're going to look at the simplicity of the things that can not only cure you, although we uh, legally have to say enhance your health, but things that are just there right at your fingertips that can give you that better quality of health and um, kick cancer to the door or not even invited in in the first place. Uh, John is self-taught. Uh, he was an engineer by trade. Um, home uh, homeopathy, herbology, uh, pyrotechnology, um, you know, all sorts of things along here is something that he's discovered because it's become his passion. He's uh, found treatments for severe illnesses like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and, and stress, which, believe me, folks, has become a disease, arthritis, cancer, and other supposedly incurable problems. They are curable. We've got to change our mindset. Cancer does not mean a death sentence. It actually very often is not only environmental but an emotional disease, and we really have to change our emotion in the way that we live. So let's look at the industry. Let's look at the solutions. And let's take this journey with John today. Hello, John. Hello, and that was a really good introduction. <laughs> thank you very much, thank you. Well, you know, the thing is about diseases today is it almost has become a fashion accessory. You know, oh, I've got this and I've got that. And it's like, oh, poor you. And you know, I think perhaps we're looking at today is, is people um, not realizing that we are causing these diseases and disorders uh, not only by the foods that we're eating um, the products that we're using but you know kind of the number one there is the stress that we're putting our mind body and soul under isn't it we have to really think that or remember that our bodies are machines they're actually the most effective and efficient machine ever created man's got nothing on this but they were never created for doing what we're doing now. Um, the, 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 the physical 
the mental, the demands that we put on our bodies. We treat our cars better. Yes, we do. Yeah. Now, what we have to bear in mind all along the way here is that up until 1888, the monks and the witches who were burned were... They, they, they kept humanity alive. Mm -hmm. They kept the animals alive. Then a certain Dr. Bayer came along and he rather nicked God's ideas and he took the bark off a tree, took a patent, changed it slightly, took a patent on it, called it aspirin, and he opened up this Pandora's box, which is now the biggest industry in the world that is the medical chemical industry. Pharmaceutical. The pharmaceutical industry. Now, the pharmaceutical industry, besides being the most profitable in the world, it's more profitable than any bank, any petrol company, it is responsible for causing the problems. Now, this may come as a bit of a shocker to quite a lot of people, but very, very simply, the people who pretend to cure us are actually the cause of our problems. Yes. If, if you have a look at the chemicals, uh, I, I, I can't speak for the, for, for, the, for the American market, but I can speak for the European market. The chemicals which are added in totally unnecessarily, like B, BPA, bisphenol uh, A, it's added into plastic to create cancer. Any, any plastic bottle which is raised above 20 degrees centigrade exudes a cancer-causing gas. We must remember that AIDS and Ebola were created by man. They were created so that they could benefit from this marvelous and enormous uh, marketplace but what happened along the way was after Dr. Bayer the Americans in 1988 I think 98 I think it was patented something called curcumin now curcumin is a part of the root of the turmeric you can't patent a natural product. Mm -hmm. the, that patent was then quashed thanks to the intervention of one or two high flyers like the Chinese and the Indian government. And so the medical industry then turned around and said, ah, well, there's nothing natural which works. And they have then, to cover their tracks, made great steps to promote turmeric, which is the spice you've got in your kitchen which has absolutely no benefit on its own because it has only 4% of curcumin in it. So what I'm trying to say is very simply that the chemical industry, med medical chemical industry, has in its power the way to cure us, but refuses to use it. The reason why is simple money yeah yeah and so yeah that, that, that is always the problem you know it's um 
you know, we've created the monster and uh, we've bought into the hysteria. And, you know, it used to be that cancer was such a rare thing. And now, as I said, it's, it's become probably more common than the common cold. Oh, as you, you're, you're quite right. And it's, and it's, you know, it's become something that, you know, people are using as a tool. Uh, there's somebody I know recently that just said, I have cancer. The first thing I did was posted all the shows I've done on cancer. And every single one of these shows of people who have had cancer that found a natural resource to cure their cancer. It's their story of their cure of them overcoming their cancer, right? Not a pharmaceutical way, their own natural cure. There is always a cure for something. We have to open up our minds and understand there has always been a cure for something. It's the pharmaceuticals like to brainwash us uh, and as you said, keep us sick because they're going to make profit off you. And let's understand this is where we're at in the world at the present moment. This is the instability of the world of those few that are making mega mega bucks of your illness and your misery yeah. all right and they're just looking at it well we've got too many people in the world doesn't matter if we can a few you know my bank account's getting better go, go back go back sarah uh, uh, in in the recent modern world hitler said and i paraphrase it he said very simply that when you're putting out propaganda, you've got to make sure that the propaganda is aimed at the lowest common intelligence. The chemical industry picked up on this very well, didn't they? Yes, exceptionally well, as, as did one of the candidates in America, <laughs> political candidates, <laughs> because we're seeing that in play at the present moment, and this is a prime example of people sheepling themselves and barring along following the hysteria. We are being told that 28 million of us, and, and by God, the chemical industry got the World Health Organization to help them promote this. They said that 28 million more of us are going to get cancer. They didn't say that 28 million less of us, simply by taking curcumin, are going to stop cancer. Anybody who wants to stop getting... Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the list actually is quite long but cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, the whole shooting match. Arthritis. Arthritis, the whole, the whole shooting match. But uh, arth arthritis, it, arthritis has a better answer, actually, than curcumin in the short term. But I'll come to that in a minute. The, 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 the potential of what Mother Nature can do is enormous. I have cottoned on, if that's the right word, to the fact that there is clinical proof, absolutely solid, 100% blockbuster solid, that curcumin cures all types of cancers. I repeat, curcumin can cure all types of cancer. Nature has the reply to nature's problems. Nature creates problems to uh, the, the opposite of the good. Where there's good, there's bad. Where there's bad, there's good. Mm -hmm. now, where where the serious diseases are concerned, and as I say, I'll come back to arthritis in a minute. If we take the equivalent of, um, I don't know how much, uh, uh, 10 pence in England, so we're talking about probably 15 or 18 uh, cents in, in the States, a day, 
gives you the prevention that you might need to block any serious disease. Now, there's a word that you've used there at the present moment I want to focus on, and it's a word that is certainly not promoted, prevention. You know, the old stitch in time saves nine. Yeah. Why are people waiting to get sick before they're doing, you know, then scrambling to find the cure to fix it? Why are people not looking at the preventative measures so they don't get sick, so they don't <laughs> fight into the elements because they're not taught that, they're not led that way? But look, look what happens every time, every time they go into a supermarket. Mm -hmm. they, they, they are flooded. The plastic bottles which they buy their water and juices in has a product in it to create cancer. The foods have added, such as in E number terms, E122 and E133. Okay, that, that's European terminology. One comes from coal, the other comes from oil, and they are commonly used to dye foods. Mm. Both are killers. Um, well, fluoride. Let's, let's, uh, let's look at uh, fluoride that's been in the toothpaste for over 60 years, grandfathered in, is a waste product. Fluoride, it, 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 it was, was, that was beautifully done. That was beautifully done. They convinced governments to uh, abandon the old style milk and all the rest of it, which was given to us as children, and said, oh, well, you can get rid of that. Think of the money you're going to save. We're going to put fluoride in the water. They then added aluminium. Fluoride and aluminium together are probably responsible for as many illnesses as the rest put together. If you have a look actually at your tube of toothpaste, which has got fluoride in it, in tiny weeny little lettering on the bottom, it says if you have another source of fluoride other than this toothpaste, consult your medical professional. <laughs> and do not digest. Because oh, it's no. roughing in your mouth, right? And it's going into your bloodstream, into your into your gums, but don't digest it because it could yes. cause harm. But you can brush your teeth with it. <laughs> and uh, and how many children swallow it? Mm -mm. My kids at one point, before I became a little wiser, um, were given fluoride drops. They were told that in school they had to have fluoride drops because they weren't getting enough. It would strengthen yep. their teeth. We can go on forever oh like this. Oh gosh, could we? Absolutely. <laughs> we can go on forever. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, and if you look, uh, and again, I can only talk about the European end of the world, but if you look at the inoculations, for want of another word, which are being forced on babies nowadays, oh, yes. they contain toxic chemicals. I've done shows on that as well, where kids have ended up, you know, uh, you know paraplegic or spastic or dead. Yeah, hmm. it's... Um, you know, you know, they're being inoculated for diseases that are no longer around. The, and no. even the inoculation people saying these are obsolete, we don't need to do this. Yet the fear puts in there, if you don't inoculate your child, they're oh. going to get this disease. Or, uh, and look at look every year, flu. You must have your flu shots. Right, <laughs> another con. Uh, yes. The, the only person in my family who ever got flu was my father, and he was the only one who ever had a flu jab. Well, I ended up with a, a mild case of mono from the flu shot. Yeah. You, you don't surprise me. You do not surprise I actually brought to the attention of the local uh, pharmacist here in France um, what was in the inoculations that she was dishing out to the children. And she literally went grey. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm doing that. Exactly. I said, you are being told to do that. I said, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Let's look at something. Pharmaceuticals are weapons of mass destruction. Everybody's chasing around the world for these countries that have weapons of mass destruction. But the pharmaceutical industry is the weapon or the weapon of mass destruction. If this took place, if what the pharmaceutical industry is doing um, with cancer particularly, um, but with so many others, if this were in the hands of a black African potentate, he would be accused of genocide. Exactly. Exactly. And why are we, you know, why are we being... Di- I, I don't know if you have this in, in, um, in Europe, but we have it over here in North America, and I have to switch the channel or mute it because it gets my goat every single time. You know, uh, they'll come up with a, a thing. Depression hurts. You know, it affects your life. You can't play with your loved ones, your dog, your family, your work. Um, take this pill and it will cure it. And now you've got 10 minutes of the fact that it will cause suicide and other you know, ailments that will come out of it. You'll get nine other problems for the one problem it's supposed to cure. And yet this is allowed to go up on the air and people are stupid enough to ask for the drug, even though they've been given 24 hours of warning on it. I just don't get it. And it gets my goat every time. Well, uh, even the brightest of the lamps and blanchest of bulbs in the lamp box. I mean, I must admit, um, some time ago, I was married to a drug addict. And I thought I was coping, but I wasn't. And the doctor, who was a friend, he said, oh, don't worry, John, don't worry. I've got something for you. And he gave me something. I had three car accidents inside three months. Mm. What I discovered he'd given me was Valium under another name. Uh-huh. Um, it took me six months of hypnosis to get off the muck. Yes. Yes. And, and I really, you know, I reckon I'm a fairly tough cookie when it comes to these sort of things, but I could not get out from underneath it. Um, I, uh, luckily, uh, luckily at the time I was driving a fairly large car. The first one was a wall which came out to meet me. The second one was a road sign which danced in front of me. And the third one was a parked car, which certainly wasn't there. Right. I've I've had the same thing uh, when I was given an antidepressant because I suffer from depression. And uh, I was driving home and my neighbor happened to be driving next to me. And they saw me and they thought, what the hell is wrong with her? And apparently my eyes were cross-eyed. I was doing something weird. Well, you know, the, the one got out of the car and moved me over and took over the car um, mm. and drove me home. But this is actually a story where my dog, my beautiful border collie at the time, saved my life. I'm in South Africa. I'm driving along. I think I can fly. I think mm. I can fly. And there's a, a very famous area in the, in the Cape that has been known as suicide. People have just driven right off it. And um, but people also part there because it's a spectacular view. I'm coming mm. up to this, and I'm thinking I can fly. I had no intentions of committing suicide. My dog barked at me. I barked back at her. She pawed me. I pawed back at her. She threw her whole body over on top of me, and I came to a stop with less than an inch on the side there, and kind of came <laughs> to my senses. And you know, the the drug was then banned afterwards. But that's what forty something years ago. Nowadays, they don't ban it. It takes so much more to ban it, so many more deaths to ban it. 
they hold on for as long as they can, no matter what the data is, because no. they're going to make a profit out of it. No, but look, look, look at what happens to get a drug into in, into use in, onto the market. We have these wonderful bodies uh, who are supposedly there to control the drugs. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a look at the um, account sheets of the likes of the big chemical companies, it doesn't take much investigation or understanding to work out how much money is used as inducements. The money which is used as inducements to uh, the controlling bodies in each individual country, for sake of argument, here in France, the drug which was acknowledged to have killed 5,000 people, so taking French um, savoir-faire into account, probably that meant 25 to 30,000 people. That drug's still available. Unreal, isn't it? Yeah. Now, if you take, I, 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 again, I can't take the, the, the American states, but I think it's a little bit rather like the, the EU as it is in, until the Brits tell it what to do. Well, I'll, I'll give you the facts. Um, uh, 798,000 deaths are considered miscellaneous. In other words, wrong drugs given, wrong operation given, misdiagnosed in America only per year. Yeah, that well, on on the scale of population, I, yeah, I, I, that's about right for here. That's about right for here. But what what we've what we've got to, what, what we've got to appreciate is how these things get there, and they get there simply simply because unelected individuals, functionaries, are given vast sums of money simply to accede to it. At the moment, there's a great battle, battle going on in the EU, and I think the D-Day is tomorrow or Thursday or something, that where Monsanto and Pfizer, amongst others, are trying to permit any chemical to be used without explaining. Well, where's the accountability? There is none. Right, it's exactly. I mean, do you still have Roundup over there? Oh, God, yes. Right, and you know, I'm, I just watched a commercial for Roundup last night. Everybody knows it's Agent Orange is cancer-causing. Why mm. is it still being promoted? Why is it still being allowed? And when are we going to, as, as, as people, take ownership, not only of our own health, but, you know, uh, of that accountability of our government's giving the power over to the pharmaceutical companies and you know 9-11 happened and 4,000 people got killed and it's been now what how long a war and how many trillions of dollars been spent on that war yet you're talking about 30,000 people over a drug and and they're still trying to avoid it and still trying to turn that you know people are not disposable you can't, no, you know, just dispose of people to make them are, because you want to, to make a profit or you want to thin out the herd. They are disposable. This is the problem. People mm. are disposable. Round, round up. Let, let, let me just give you um, a, 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 an analogy here. Uh, on, on Roundup, in last November, the University of Buenos Aires published a document concerning cotton. They did an investigation and they found that in, Argent in, in, in the Argentine, 80% of the cotton produced is from GM grain. 
The first thing that happens after the grain is put into the ground, it's sprayed with Roundup. It comes when the cotton starts sprouting, it's sprayed with another toxic chemical. I forget the name. When it is then cropped, it's then divided into wh whichever way it's going, one of which is into tampons, mm. uh, yeah. nappies, and sanitary pads, which are applied to the most delicate areas of the babies and the ladies. That is one of the greatest causes of female and baby cancer. Wow. Wow. And nobody but nobody paid any attention to that report. Now, if we then follow down the same route with the possibility of what else is GM, let's just take, for sake of argument, no matter where it comes from, if it comes from the supermarket, God help us, but beef, right? Where there is no such thing, let's, let's actually praise it, put this under the umbrella, there is no such thing as organic. It does not exist. Mm -hmm. Where in the world does the rain fall which does not have something nasty in it? Yeah. yeah. Right. So we brought, we brought to a head the fact that nothing is organic or, as it's called over here, bio and whatever. So we then come to that. So if we take the best quality organic beef which we can buy, the chances are that those beasts have been fed on the 80% genetically modified grain which is produced in the world, mostly from Brazil and the Argentine. Uh, Egypt's joining the gang. Um, the Chinese do goodness only knows what. That food is then just pushed into the system as organic at a higher price and Joe Public laps it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know something, you know, something, you know, you know how many movies have we seen, you know, sci-fi movies that have shown mutation of humanity or, or making themselves obsolete? You know, um, you know the, the, the androids taking over and, and yet when we look at reality today and what we're doing to each other, what we're allowing to happen, it's bigger than any sci-fi we could ever, ever write. Oh, goodness me, yes. If you, go, if you go back to the mad cow outbreak, um, which uh, it, it affected most of Europe uh, about 20, 20, 25 years ago, I forget the dates exactly. <laughs> but at the time... The French, and of course I, I have to cite the French because they're probably the best at it. The French crowed and said, oh, look at the Brits, they've got mad cow disease, you don't touch their beef. At the same time, the French slaughtered two million cattle for overstocking. Oh, God. Right? Now then, there are now various centres in France... Paris, Lyon, Lille, Nancy, Toulouse, where there are special units for the children of the mothers who ate that contaminated beef, and those children have got brain tumours. Yeah. And they are in their thousands. Mm -hmm. The young lad 
not far away from us here who runs the local um, local community um, dust site, the Shettery, where you go and chuck your rubbish. He lost his child. His wife was 24, 25. This, I cite France, because France is probably one of the worst for, for, for hiding the information as it should be. But all over the globe, we have these these absolute catastrophes which are taking place and being hushed up. Go back to 1956. In 1956, the Reynolds Tobacco Company of America informed all the Western governments and one or two others that they knew they had the proof that tobacco was the cause of cancer. Was that ever published? Not on your life. Not on your life it wasn't. And how many many cases of uh, 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 of cancer being taken against a tobacco company have stuck? None. All of them have been thrown out on appeal. Purely and simply because the governments were aware. I was actually on the very edge of, I wasn't actually in, but I was on the very edge of the tobacco industry at the time. So I knew. These things have gone on, have gone on, have gone on. And we are now we're now in a world where we are presented on a platter with what is given to us as being the truth, which is 99.999% absolute rubbish. Exactly. And, you know, this is, this is the thing is, you know, as I say, I'm going to cite back to the politics of what's going on here right now in North America. You know, you've got the Hillary, you've got the Bernie, and you've got the Trump. You know, and mm. Trump is the absolute epitome of, <laughs> of the, you know, the gluttonly, the, um, you know, the lies, the deceit, the, you know, that one percent that will do anything on the backs of anyone else. Um, mm. You've got Hillary, who's just a puppet. You know, the strings are so obvious. She's going to do anything that the industries tell her to do because they've backed her her entire career. And then you've got Bernie. You know, that crusader that is saying enough is enough and you know we have to have a revolution and this you know it's not just a revolution in america it's got to be a, a global revolution and and you know by some beautiful god lightning in strikes and he gets in which we're praying for you know um if of course you know hillary is under um scrutiny at the present moment for a criminal act which of course they're brushing under the table which is you know the thing about everything today is it's all so obvious Sorry? She's a politician. She's a politician. Yeah, well, that's the point. <laughs> and and uh, you know, basically, Bernie is is been in politics in his entire life, but he's been fighting the mainstream politics his entire life. And you know, whether he gets in or not, I think what we have to look at is look at his crusade, look at his revolution, and we need to bring it into our own lives. We need to stop being such sheeple. We need to stop being so mindlessly buying the crap that's been dishing out to us all the time and understand that we are unwin- you know, unknowingly killing ourselves you know, because, because we are not questioning and we're blindly just buying and believing all the stuff that we're told. And we have got to stop being so blind, dumb. Oh, Oh, was she? Was she? Yes. If if you go back, go back to dear old Winnie Churchill, who said, "You must find to be your leader the person that does not want to be your leader." Yeah, yeah. If somebody wants to be the leader, you know why they're there. Look at 
every as far as I can see um, I can't speak for uh, your side of the Atlantic but I can speak for my side of the Atlantic I cannot see one person there who is not there for themselves they're all there simply for themselves um, the, 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 the overall structure is there I'm in it for me uh, and, and, and it, honestly, the whole the whole fabrication now of the political system, which is very much akin to the the, the, the core of our discussion, which is the, the, the health situation, they are there for themselves. They are not there for us. Let's go back to the doctor. The doctor's training is to sell chemicals. He is trained. He goes through his, his five years of training and he's told, if you find this symptom, you use this chemical. Right. He's not told, if you find this symptom, you've got to look at what the other things are which might help make, make it better. And this... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just want to say something. You use the word symptom. They never look to the root cause. Everything is symptom, symptom, symptom. No, exactly. Never ever down to the root cause of anything. Well, this is where this is where I, as an engineer, I use the I, 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 I use the the, the the comparison. The engineer, when he hears something knocking in the motor, he's got to pull the motor apart to find out what's going wrong. Right. The doctor, when he hears some when he hears somebody saying there's something knocking in my motor, he just pours a bit of oil on it. Yes. Take that off it. Go bye bye. Yeah. You know, and 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 this is this is this is where having had my training, my formation, I'm not alone in this, but I'm probably alone in sticking my head above the parapet a bit. That the 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 the, the general idea of finding the cure um, is an anathema to to, to 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 the medical profession. All they're interested in is selling chemicals. They're not. Interested. They're not given any training on any holistic or naturopathic <laughs> medicine, none whatsoever. It's a lecture, I think, of 40 minutes. And mm. so when I remember when I first went to my doctor and I started talking about echinacea, and I would be on like eight antibiotics a year, one thing after the other. My immune system was breaking down. came from a family of cancer and heart, and it was just, oh, you're going to go the same way. I chose another path. I got into... A you know, homeopathic herbs and nutrients and things like that. And, and when I first told him about, you know, the echinacea, um, it was hooey, 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 this stuff doesn't work. I went back to him eight months later and said, I haven't seen you. And I wasn't even seeing him with me, I was seeing him with my daughter. Um, mm. I haven't seen you. I said, well, I've been taking the echinacea and this and this and this. You should really know more about it. And he said, no, it will, um, it will, it will threaten my job. Right? <laughs> it will threaten my job. Yeah, Some time yeah. later, I go in there. He's now telling everybody about echinacea. Right? Mm. <laughs> you know, I you know this is the thing they're taught that all of this, you know, homeopathy, herbs, and everything else are the yeah. enemy. That are yeah. witch doctory. Well, you know? as, as I said, you, you go, go back before eighteen eighty eight. You know, it, yeah. the poor the poor women were burned, and and, and yeah. the men the men yeah. were just chucked out unless they were in a monastery. No, but coming coming back coming back again to to, to uh, I, I said I would come to arthritis specifically, because arthritis is one of the problems which, uh, when you look at the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that they they chuck at it, I don't know how many there are. I think there's probably about a couple of hundred. Every single one of those 
NSAIDs is detrimental to the body. Every single solitary one. There is not one which has a positive greater than the negative. Mm. Right. Then we look at how we can get rid of whatever is in the body which should not be there. Arthritis is actually gravel. If you take um, an arthritic knee, let's take an arthritic knee to, uh, to simplify it. The arthritis pain arrives each time you move. Why does it give you pain? Because the cartilage is broken down, because the bone ends are rubbing together, and little by little, the bones are grinding themselves down. So, and especially in the aged, where the calcium is limited, the resistance to wear is limited, it it's, an it, 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 it's a snowball, it's a vicious circle, yeah. right? So what we need to be able to do is to stop that process taking place. Now, in 1946, a German doctor called Hans Nieper woke up one morning, probably after 20 years' research, and said, the silkworm's got the answer. It dissolves its cocoon, and it dissolves it in seconds. So there's something that that silkworm makes that can get rid of dead protein because the cocoon is nothing more than dead protein. He then separated out the enzyme, which is known as serapeptase, gave it to patients which he had in his hospital who had blood clots at the time. Blood clots at the time was, was his, his um, main target. One had a hand which was due for amputation, another had an arm which was due for amputation, I think, if I remember rightly. I'm willing to be corrected. 48 hours later, the pair of them were able to leave hospital. Wow. That's awesome. They had taken serapeptase. Now, in the time since 1946, and 46 actually w w was a very seminal year in the, as far as uh, our health is concerned, um, since then, we've developed serapeptase enormously. And now the serapeptase that I, I, I'm very delighted to be able to say I'm responsible for is such that anything in the body which shouldn't be there, cholesterol, arthritis, uh, blocked arteries, um, even the effects of a stroke, the effects of a heart attack, Serapeptase can relieve this problem and can ensure that a rapid return to health is on the cards. Now, this is clinically... So, I mean, this is a miracle. Is it a nutrient? Is it a herb? Is no. It, How is it classified? It's, it's, well, <laughs> it's interesting. It's not classified. You can't find serapeptase on any list. Um because we have been trying to uh, ensure that it is acceptable in any number of countries, um, and serapeptase does not fit on any list of acceptable or unacceptable enzymes, herbs, or whatever, because it is an enzyme on its own. It's a curative enzyme. Most enzymes finish up in washing powders and, and these sort of things. Serapeptase um, has... The, the, the ability to dissolve anything in the body 
which it should not be there, i.e. that is dead protein. Dead protein could be phlegm, could be ear, ear, nose and throat problems, could be blood circulation problems, could be joint problems, could be any number of things. What it will not do, if you've got something like sciatica, which is a trapped nerve, tendonitis, which means that your tendons have been stretched or broken, it won't do anything in those cases. There are means of solving that. There are means of, of solving the pain, not getting rid of the problem. But if there is something in the body which should not be there, the use of a good quality serapeptase, which does not have other ingredients with it, 99.9% .9 of the serapeptase on the commercial market today is rubbish. I'm terribly sorry to say it, but it is. All you've got to do is look at the list. If there is anything in the serapeptase other than the enteric coating to ensure it arrives in the stomach at the right time, it's, it, it is there simply for the benefit of the, of the vendor and not for the user. Now, if, if somebody you, has, um, you know, we're talking about arthritis and um, the, the protein, but, you know, there's this new thing called fibromyalgia, which I have, which yeah. is like a form of arthritis. Um, it is, um, you have sent me some products, which I'm delightedly taking right now, and a little too soon to kind of see uh, the huge results yet. But um, how does it help this new phenomenon of fibromyalgia, which seems to now be an epidemic? Well, fibromyalgia, um, and my wife had a real, real, really bad time with it. Um, and this actually, w uh, her, her problems have resulted in enormous amounts of intelligence, if that's the right word, uh, for us now of how to deal with these severe problems. Fibromyalgia is, in my opinion, and a doctor friend of mine agrees with me, Fibromyalgia is due to the fact that the nerve ends have been burnt and severed by the use of chemicals coming into the body from whatever source. Mm. So we have those nerve ends which get irritated and that causes pain, distress, um, headaches, um, all sorts of terrible things. Uh, and before we started on the regime that she's on at the moment, um, my wife spent two or three days a week in bed, in a darkened room. She could not take life at all. And it was then uh, clear to me that what we needed was to clear the body, serapeptase, boost the immune system, curcumin, and keep her as quiet as possible, passiflora incarnata. Now, there is also the side possibility in things like this of depression which can be can be attacked by the use of St John's wort but St John's wort can be a very very powerful and not very good uh, <laughs> natural product to use because St John's wort does not combine with any other chemical St. John's wort you cannot use for more than about two weeks at a time before you've got to stop. St. John's wort ca causes photosynthetic problems for the skin. So you need to be very, very careful. So before you even start looking at that direction, you must 
come back to Passiflora incarnata. Now, the easy way of describing Passiflora incarnata is its Valium, but natural. Mm. It doesn't have any side effects. Well, it does. If you take too much, you get, you get sloshed. Um, the, uh, the overall effect of Passiflora is, or the reasons for the overall effect of Passiflora is unknown because it has two basic um, attributes. The first one is, if you want to go to sleep, you take one or two, uh, probably about a gram of, uh, of, of Passiflora, and 20 minutes later, normally you nod off. If you don't, you can always take more. If during the day you are highly stressed, or not even highly stressed, but if you're stressed, you just take Passiflora. It clears your head, allows you to think, and without any side effects at all. And when you don't want it, you just drop it. It's not addictive, like Valium and Diazepam and all these other ones. It is simply just something there which helps you get through the day if you need it. We've got to remember that going back to the 1950s, Valium was sold for students to reduce their stress levels. It took, in many countries, acts of parliament, legal acts, to have this blocked. Nothing was ever done to promote the benefits of Passiflora incarnata. Valerian is another possibility, but frankly, Valerian is not as effective, and the taste is awful. Calamine, uh, chamomile is another one, frankly, about 10% of the effect of Passiflora. And what we find on the commercial market these days is that most of the products are available, that are available, are a mix of the three. Now, I personally do not know, and I, nobody's been able to tell me, what's the effect, if you, uh, chemical effect, if you mix the three together. And I have a sneaking suspicion it nullifies it. Right. Because I've had a look on, I, I, I've had a look on the market and I've spoken to various people who've been taking the mixes uh, and they say, well, it doesn't do anything for me. And I'm quite certain that the reason for that is that the combination of the three is, is a negative result. Yeah. And, you know, that's, they counteract each other, don't they? I mean... Um, they seem to. Now, let's just go into Kokurum, you know, and cancer and... and uh, Alzheimer's. Um, I recently did a show on Alzheimer's and recognizing dementia and Alzheimer's. And of course, this seems to be very much on the increase as well. Parkinson's, another one that we're seeing so much of an increase. All of these things that used to be so rare are now all increasing. Um, and, you know, hell of a lot seems to be to do with the inflammation in the body um, and, and the lack of, uh, you know, flow. Um, you know, I know that the brain has to have those uh, neuro... Um, whatever you call them, you know, going right through your body in order for your body to work and it's getting kind of cut off somewhere that that flow is not running through the body. So how mm. does the cocurum help these things? Is it through reducing the inflammation? Sarah, can we stop there? Can you cut? Hold on. Okay. So is it, um, is it because of the inflammation in the body? What... I am about to say is backed partly by clinical evidence 
and partly by the results of what we have done here. Okay. Normally, I stick very much to what is available on the National Library of Biomedical Information in America, i.e. published clinical papers. But what we've done here leads me to believe that there are other things one can do. It is known that curcumin passes through the envelope surrounding the brain. It is also known that serapeptase passes through the envelope that surrounds the brain. That's why serapeptase is absolutely wonderful to be taken after a stroke. Now, what we found, and I believe well, it, 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 it wants clinically proving, but I, 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 I believe I'm not far off the, off, off the track here. If you then apply to the problems of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, which in engineering terms is a breakdown of the mechanics of the brain, in Alzheimer's, um, my personal experience of this is highly intelligent people suddenly stopping to use their brains um, on retirement for sake of argument and finding that very soon the brain has done exactly that. It stopped. Mm-hmm. Parkinson's, I can't say as, uh, uh, as positively... Uh, as I as I think I'm saying for Alzheimer's, but it does seem to have similar sort of uh, starting points. Now, curcumin being able to pass through the brain barrier, the brain balloon, restores helps restore the cells. Serapeptase at the same time helps clean out the dead cells. So I believe, and I repeat, I am willing to be told that this is wrong. I am, would love to have it being proved or disproved. That the combination of the two together is a great help to boosting and diminishing, uh, boosting the benefits and diminishing the negative effect of both Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. It's, it's a known fact that curcumin on its own does uh, give uh, enormous benefits to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and, uh, and one to other things. But it's, it's the addition of the serapeptase which is the one which I feel could prove to be uh, a, a, a real boom but at my age, I'm afraid I shall never, if I'm going to do the right clinical tests, and if somebody, I'd love someone to do them, um, I, I'm not likely to see the result. But over a long period of time, um, I have seen, or a relatively long period of time, I have seen good results coming for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. I had a lady came to me, oh, a long, long time ago, long before I had the products that I've got now, who was a nuclear scientist and she'd retired because she wanted to go to her garden 
and she had a lovely garden. She, uh, her husband showed me the photographs of the house. Within three months of starting in her garden, Alzheimer's began. Three months later, Alzheimer's had taken over her life. Very simply, it came under the simple, <laughs> the, the, the simple corollary, use it or lose it. Yes. And yes. the problem of many of the Alzheimer's, Parkinson's is a different matter, but uh, Alzheimer's is greatly to do with people who have used their brains all of their lives and suddenly stop. Well, it's a muscle that needs to be used, doesn't it? It's a muscle. muscle. You're quite correct. It is a muscle which needs to be used. Mm -hmm. Parkinson's is a different kettle of fish, but Alzheimer's, which, uh, which, as you rightly say, is becoming far too prevalent. But having said that, in the olden days, they just put them in an asylum. Yes. They were soft in their heads, so put them in the asylum. Mm -hmm. Um, and whether they were naughty little girls who who'd had a baby, or they were old old ladies who'd gone gone to lally, they were put in an asylum. They didn't bother to look. Nowadays, they've got a name for everything. And but um, also a stigma and a and almost yeah. a, a doomsday to do everything. Well, you've got that. Well, that's it. Nothing yeah. we can do about it. You've got it. That's it. Own it. You know, instead of like, okay, you've given me a label of what it is. Now, what do I do to get rid of it? You know, mm. or, or do, how do I live with it if it's something that you have? I mean, I have a friend who got rid of his Parkinson's disease through actually through um, uh, quantum energy. Um, mm. Everything is resolvable, or at least you can live with it. Um, it we're a point that it's not dictating your life, but you have to be willing to look to what those solutions are. Ah, wait a minute. You used you used a word there, which is, um, in my opinion. Very, very, very important. The word willing. Yes. <laughs> you, what, what, we, what we've got here is, uh, as we said before, you know, people are being told uh, by the propaganda, do this, do that, do the other. But you've got to remember that the monks in Tibet, there are certain types of monks in Tibet who, when a certain point arrives in their lives, they decide that there is nothing more for them to do and they die. They will themselves to death. And it can take place in a very short space of time. Now, if anyone is ill and they adopt the, oh, I'm ill, what am I going to do? Then they're on the slippery slope. But if they turn around and say, well, damn this, I am not going to die. I'm going to do something about it. That's when you get these stories of people who uh, say, I had stage four cancer, but I ate bicarbonate of soda on lettuce leaves and I recovered. Probably it was 99.9% in the head. Yes. The determination, refiring the, the body, right? It's the... Uh, it's the, it's the old so. jump start, isn't it? <laughs> you know, getting it. Very, very, very much so. The, 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 the brain is the controlling computer of the body. The body's the machine. The brain's the controller. Now, if the brain sends the message around the body, I am not going to be ill, and is intelligent enough to take on board the things which are available which will help get rid of that problem, yeah. then they're going to get better. If they don't, I mean, I've got I, 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 I've got clients here who 
uh, well, one, one, I'll give you a case history. Right? She came to me with what we considered to be uh, almost terminal cancer. And she's got cancer in probably four or five different places in the body. She has severe depression. So my wife and I, between us, spent, I suppose we spent probably the best part of a day on this lady. And we convinced her that she's not responsible for her son's death. We convinced her that her mother died naturally and not because she was responsible for her mother's death. She was taking on all the responsibility for all the problems that ever happened in her life. And we then ensured that she had the right product. She went away and came back about a month later looking a different woman, physically, emotionally. She came back a, a different woman. Two months later, after two, another two or three visits, because she used to buy a bit of curcumin, a bit of serapeptase, rather than buying a lot at the same time, one day her husband came alone. And he said, I don't want any curcumin, I just want serapeptase. So I said, well, according to my calculations, your wife has used up the curcumin. He said, yes, well, she's visited somebody in Strasbourg, and he said that she's got to stop taking the curcumin immediately and drink carrot juice. Oh, God. And, and I said, and she did. I said, I want you please to come back here on Monday, the 6th of June, and tell me what's happened. She never came. I don't understand that. You know, it's... I've got a story of a of a woman that uh, one I refer to a great deal a cancer story where um, a brother and sister the mother died of cancer uh, she had gone into aromatherapy and you know natural products thinking I never want to get cancer her brother uh, was a part owner of the Lakers and they both ended up getting cancer at the same time different types of cancer but both got cancer he went and bought what the money could buy the best western medicine um, they gave him an operation which they screwed up and he had another four after that to, oh. to rectify the one. Yeah. They over-radiated him and killed him. She used this product called Two Feathers, an Indian method, uh, a little bit complex on how to use it, but took 18 tumors out of her body and mm. cured herself, and I think it was in six or seven months um, altogether. And it's, mm. it's because she refused to go down that path and she believed she could get well. I don't understand it when the answers are there. When you're doing something that works, why would you suddenly change direction? You know, your evidence is there. You're, you are the evidence. Why would you go and take off and go off in another half pick? It doesn't make sense. Oh, I, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid it does to me. I mean, because I, 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 I sort of look at um, my dear lovely wife. I, I, I love her to bits. Um, and we say, well, we, we need a new fridge. So we go off and we look at the fridge. That's exactly what we want. Ah, but hang on, I've got to go and look at the other ones. <laughs> you know, I, 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 and 
it's not specific. To, it's not specific to to, to, to the ladies. It's it, 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 it's there generally. People, there's got to be something better. People yeah. think there's got yeah. to be something better. That when when you actually land on something which is absolutely ideal, take it, take it. Perhaps it's not the right moment to spend that amount of money. Perhaps it's not the right moment that you want that, but you know you're going to need it soon. Go for it. And, 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 Stop and, second guessing, right? Stop second yeah, guessing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if if we if we come back to this business of oh, I'm never going to get cancer. The problem is that most of us, if we follow the trend we're going on now, are going to get cancer. Yeah. Most of us are going to get cancer because there is a very, very, very potent, high-powered, well-organized organization out there to ensure that we do get cancer now i'm 74 years old right and i'm proud to be 74 years old i take my own medication on a daily basis and other than when i made the the absolutely most stupid chronically daft mistake of my life and having a prostatectomy because I didn't know then what I know now I've never touched a hospital in my life I had a prostatectomy because and I'm going back what 20 something odd years there were no indications physical medical or anything other than the fact that I had frequency burning pain all the all the symptoms and I finished up actually asking a friend of mine who was a nurse to steal morphine for me. I couldn't take the pain. And she found me a hospital bed and I admitted myself. When I came around, the surgeon said, I've saved your life. He said, if you'd have gone on for more than a week out with that, you, you're literally, you would have been blocked. Your, your, your prostate was so big, it would have been blocked. And it's going to come back again in about a couple of years. Well, two months later, I was in a worse state. And that was how I found seropeptase. Now, basically, what I'm trying to say is we have the chance to look, to search. Mm -hmm. And because I'm an inquisitive so-and-so, I looked and searched. I spent probably the equivalent of about fifteen dollars to $20,000 uh, looking for my cure, I just I just tried every single solitary thing. But when we when you come back to it, what is what is happening to us in the world? And I'm sorry, I've gone a bit off the track here. But what is happening to us in the world is we are being told what we must do, not what we can do, what we should do. And we're what we can for ourselves, we're not thinking for ourselves. No. We're allowing no. everyone else to think for us. No, absolutely. Uh, 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 and you know, I mean, as you you, you know me well enough, I can go on. To, I can go on spinning these yarns for the, from now until the next weekend. But what we've got to do is we've got to start taking responsibility for ourselves. We've got to start taking responsibility for what is happening to us, because what is happening to us is we are being treated worse than any low cost airline. Cattle are herded better. And we are being herded into 
the things which are completely and utterly wrong for us. Look at what you see on the television. You see on the television, this product is fantastic, 99% better than whatever it may be. And then you look at the tiny weeny writing on the bottom, which is whizzing through so fast, which says this was compared with a load of rubbish 10 years ago. (laughs) The The world has gone crazy. And the world has got to start taking, taking um, a, a, a very, very strong look at where we are going. Uh, and at 74, I wish I had the energy to be able to do more because health, our health, is what is the most, it, it is the most important thing for commodities. It's your biggest commodity. And, you know, oh. we've really got to stop buying into this other drug. We're mindlessly buying this other drug called media. And this media is pulling our strings left, right, and center, making Mm. us mindless, making us unresponsible for our own lives. Um, Just, you know, as I said, sheeple, just walking along, blindly doing anything that the media tells us to do. It's pulling Mm. the strings. I call it the CNN effect. You know, Mm. let's take a pimple and make it a volcanic eruption. Oh, yeah. You know, anything we can do to scare you into buying the product, scare you into be manipulated if we are not willing to be manipulated but willing to think willing to investigate willing to question willing Mm. to uh, search for the answers ourselves and step so blindly accepting what is given to us we would be a much healthier society on so many levels oh of course i mean george george bush really really brought this rule by fear uh, very, very much to the fore um, um, whether uh, on your side of the Atlantic, of course, uh, there are other influences, but where uh, fear is concerned, um, all I can say is that now there are very, very few people who are not ruled by fear. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 we took an aeroplane last week, and I have to say, I sat there and I thought, I wonder if there's a bomb on this plane. I mean, it is absolutely ludicrous. Yes. It's absolutely ludicrous. Now, as I say, I I reckon I'm I'm half intelligent. But if I, as a thinking man, even allowed such a thought to pass through my head, that shows the indoctrination which is taking place. And what we've got to do is we've got to come back to the origins of another good old Winston Churchill saying, and he said that lies are halfway around the world long before the truth has had time to get its pants on. Oh, a good saying. And, and, and that, is, that is so utterly true. It's, um, if we aren't buying so willingly into the fear and the hysteria, if we weren't so willing to damn someone, to condemn, to judge, uh, to be critical, which we seem to be so willing as a society. Instead, choose to actually understand the whys, the question, the what fors. Um, you know, that stress that we put upon ourselves with either overwork, over expectation, society's dictation, um, this trying to be everything. Uh, and never pleasing anybody because the only person you need to please is yourself and when you're abundant within yourself your cup runneth over you know it's we've become these victims and we only people we have to blame are ourselves because we Mm. give them the power Mm. all of these pharmaceuticals all these governments all these dictators 
this 1% that's around the world, they're laughing at the idiots they've made us become. Well, do you want to be an idiot or do you want to step in and take ownership of your own life, mind, body and soul, and uh, start standing up for yourselves? And the, if everybody did that, that domino effect, we would soon till to the scale again. But it's got to be up to us. We have to be the change we see. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, we, we, I mean, where, where is the future for the children who come home? Oh, I've got to have a new mobile phone. Yeah. My, my, friend's, my, 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 my friend Sandra has got a new phone. I need a new phone. Oh, right, yeah. How much is it? Oh, $500. Oh, no. No problem. Check signed. Where are we going? It is scary. It's, it's you know, scary. There's, there's another problem there, a health problem that is happening, another new disease that we're doing. With everybody's head being so forward, you know, that extra 46 pounds that we're putting on our neck now, we're cutting off that circulation, we're cutting off that brain waves, electro going through our body uh, that feeds the rest of our body, and now we're creating more diseases because just the sheer posture thing by being yeah. slaves to these phones and things. And it's like, <laughs> you know, folks, you think this is making your life easier, but all it's doing is digging you an early grave that you're, you're, you're unknowingly digging for yourself. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I, I mean, I, I, I spend my time repeating how people can keep themselves fit and well. Yeah. And I'll try, I'll try and do it now, here and now. Right, the first thing is diet. We in Europe, and you, you, you as an English lady will understand, a Mediterranean diet. A Mediterranean diet can be described as the GI diet, the glycemic index diet. And you'll find it on www.gi.com. That tells you what are good foods to eat and what are not good foods to eat. What it doesn't tell you is how to get them. <laughs> because how to get let's take fish if you buy farmed fish you buy an overdose of antibiotics of fish who've eaten their own feces if you buy fresh alright folks we are back I'm sorry about that a lovely uh, internet uh, cut off there and uh, John was talking to us about the right diet right um I think if we look at the Mediterranean diet, which is fresh vegetables, fruit, and so on and so forth, or for reference, the GI diet, the glycemic index, www.gi.com. Um, it's not the be all and end all, but it does give you indications of where you can go for the best and the worst, and some of the things are quite surprising, actually. The other thing is, avoid like the plague. Farmed fish, um, meat which comes from the supermarket. Do try, do try and find meat which comes from a known source. It's all going to be contaminated somewhere along the line, but we've got to, we've got to diminish the quantity of contamination. That's the problem. Um, if you look, if you look at farm fish, uh, imagine they're all in a cage, whether it's on land or in the sea. 
And if you want to see the effects of this, just take a look on, on your internet browser at the coast of Chile, where they've been rearing, rearing the, the salmon in the nets for the American market. The coast of Chile is dead. Absolutely mm -hmm. dead. They've had to move the nets something like 50 miles out to sea. Um, uh, what they're, all they're going to do is just kill, kill, kill more. They, it's, it's awfully difficult to eat well. Organic doesn't exist because there's nowhere in the world where the rain falls which hasn't got chemicals in it. Except for the fact that it's not added uh, chemicals on top of that. It, yeah, point taken, point taken. Um, but, and also organic has to be, in round figures, at least 20 miles away from the nearest chemical farm, and the ground has to be, should have been left for three years without being touched. Mm -hmm. Where are we going to find that? We ain't. So we've got, we've, we've got to try and really sort of walk between the thistles. And it's, it, it, it's not easy. It is really not easy. Um, we go back to the old wartime slogan of grow, grow your own. And even that's uh, not, not bright because you're going to have to use uh, slug killers and all the rest of it to, <laughs> to, get, to, to get rid of the pest. But that's as near as you can get. Well, it's also uh, about detoxifying your body, isn't it? It's, you know, simple things like lemon water first thing in the morning a few times a day. Get the toxins out of your body so they're not, you know, staying in there and doing the damage. So you're going to take some toxicity in. You can't avoid it. Mm, but if very you can start flushing it out of your body, it's not sitting there waiting to find a home. This is, this, this is very sound advice, actually. Uh, 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 and I, re I really heartily agree with you. The, the basis... Uh, I, I, I use milk thistle because milk thistle cleans the colon, the kidneys, the liver. Um, it's I, I, it's ideal for drug addicts, um, for people taking a lot of medication. It's ideal. It really does get really does help in cases like that. Um, and a good pure milk thistle. And if I can do the publicity here, yes, which <laughs> which. Um, We've we've spent a long time getting getting really good products onto www.homecures.co.uk or the English side of www.remed r e m e d e hyphen naturel n a t u r e l dot net because that has French for the Canadians and English for the rest. Now all the products that you've got there are as as near to the pure as we can get. Um, I can't say that they are really, really, really perfectly pure, but we've got to try and do our best to get as near pure as we can. I mean, for sake of argument, I used to have a whole list of really good creams, and I sourced the base carrier cream, and one day I put the order in, and they took the money, and then they said, oh, um, you better understand that we've added a, chem a cancer-causing chemical to it. Why? <laughs> Why? Honestly, they, they used the name, they, they used the name, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a cancer-causing chemical. And I said, for goodness sake, what the heck do you think you're doing? Well, we can't buy 
it, we, we can't buy it as it was appalled. And what's happened is in, in, in the European market anyway, you cannot get, unless you specifically order what you uh, individually, and that requires something in the region of a tonne, you cannot get base creams which do not have uh, chemicals in them, industrial chemicals. You cannot get natural base creams. Um, so anyway, back, back to the food. We are trying to do our best to tell people, just look at the list of ingredients. And there's a, one golden epithet. If you don't understand one of the names on the list of ingredient, you can be pretty sure that it's not a natural product. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, you've got the kukurum. Um, you, you have all of the products there. Um, and, you know, you, what would you have people take as, um, you know, as a as an introduction as a base you know three or four things that they would need to kind of start off with and what balance in order to kind of uh, start you know take somebody who's healthy or even one or two little problems what would you suggest i i would well the first thing as i've said before and i say again and i will say until my dying day take curcumin every day because how they found curcumin, which was simply by looking at the places in the world where there is no cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, AIDS, well, AIDS is very much a Western problem, um, and arthritis. And they looked at the areas, and they were the areas in India and China where the main diet was curry-based. Mm-hmm. Curry, Indian food, curry-based. And it's not the curry which is, which is the dictating factor. It's the fact that curry to, to turmeric, pardon, turmeric, curcuma longa, has 4% of curcumin in it. Curcuma longa has 4% curcumin in it. So if over the generation five, six, seven or eight generations, the family has a weekly meal of curcumin in turmeric, then their immune system has been boosted. We in the West don't have that benefit. We ain't been eating that stuff. Right. So we've got to have the pure curcumin. Now, if we take minimum of two capsules, 10 cents, 15 cents a day, better for if you are in good health take that every day and you lift your chances of resisting cancer alzheimer's parkinson's aids ebola whatever it may be aids and ebola being man created you re you, you lift your chances of resisting those diseases probably 80 to 90 percent wow. on a irregular basis I suggest you take um, milk thistle to clean the body out of the heavy metals the um, the things which are arriving sneakily and contaminating your liver um, 
your kidneys, your colon. Just give it a good clean out. And there's another thing as well, um, and that's uh, um, the fact that constipation is a problem. A lot of people have uh, problems with constipation. Now, on www.remedenaturel and home cures, you'll find something called constipation bye-bye. Now, that is psyllium husks. Now, psyllium husks are fantastic if you've got diarrhea, dysentery, or constipation. IBS? No, IBS is very much a serapeptase department. Okay. It's very much in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in that department. What it does is it does clean out the system. Um, when I say no, perhaps I was a bit premature, it may do, but I have no evidence to that fact. Serapeptase, okay. I do have evidence to that fact, and curcumin, I have evidence to that fact. Um, but a, 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 an irregular dose, frankly, there are very, very few things, except after a blood or urine test, you find you are deficient in something and you need vitamin C or vitamin whatever it may be, take it. Why take it if you don't have to? Mm -hmm. why, just, why, why just toddle along to, 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 to whichever shop you're going to go to who are selling rubbish um, imitations and taking your money when... You have no reason to take anything. I, I have people saying to me, oh, I need vitamin C. Oh, I need this. Oh, vitamin D. I need the." I said, where's the evidence? Well, have you had a urine test, which is better than a blood test? But ha have you had a blood test or a urine test? I, I, are you in the norm? Yes. Well, well, why take it? Why spend your money? Yeah, but you probably do pee it out anyway. Yeah, the body's just going to, going to chuck it out. Yeah. And in some cases, the body is going to get going to get ill because you're overdosing on it mm -hmm. magnesium and these sort of things you're going you're going to get ill so basically we need to we need to to, to, to um <laughs> as you said <laughs> earlier on my dear lady you know we've got to stop listening to the to, to, to the propaganda we've got to make the decision for ourselves you know be we, an investigator you know uh, try a few things and go and remember it takes three months for your system you know to rejuvenate itself so it takes three months for any repair and results to happen it's not going to happen overnight i've just started no, taking not. these products i know i'm not going to give a testimony right now because mm. i've only been on it one or two days um and it will take time but believe me you know in, in a couple of months time when i see the results it's going to be out there and i'm going to let everybody know because I've been living with, you know, the fibromyalgia and the IBS and all of these things for a very, very long time. I've tried many, many things. Um, mm. Turmeric really did help to a point, but Kokorum, as you pointed out, is so much stronger. And oh, it's really fine. going to get in there and repair things so much yeah. better. Well, this is one of the reasons why I'll, 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 I'll do another of my publicity stunts. This is another reason why on our websites we offer four for the price of three. Because one, it's not enough. Two, Okay, you're going on a bit, but if you buy three, you're going to get four. So it cuts the price by twenty-five percent. And the whole idea of that is to is to is for you to decide. That's what I need to do long term, yeah. and that's what Joe Public needs to do. He needs to take these things long term. He wants to ignore the whole of the Walmart publicity. Well, as I understand it, they've been they've been selling natural products which aren't natural for years. 
But they've got to get on to natural products which are natural, which will help. My ethos is simply, if the product is going to work, it's got to be right. If the product is going to make money, I'm not interested. If I'm you interested. don't take the product, it isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, and you've you got know, to, and Having it up on your shelf and not using it is not you, going to help you. Yeah, quite right. You've got to be in it to win. Exactly. Now, uh, you know, you, you, and, and, unless people will start taking note of this, and um, please, I, I, I ask everybody who's listening to this to simply stop and think, am I doing the right thing for me? Yeah. Or am I just being a, a, a sheep in front of the shepherds of the dogs who've been highly trained to hound me? You know, we, we talk about a, a lot here in selfdiscoveryradio.com about, um, you know, self-love, self-respect, self-value, um, you know, becoming abundant within yourself, finding your meaningful purpose in life, living in your own joy. And, you mm. know, some people say, well, I don't know how I can do that. You know, my illness is getting in the way. Well, your illness is getting in the way because your heart and soul is not activated. And you really have to look upon yourself as a whole being. Your body is going to make everything you do sludge unless you're taking care of your body. If your mind isn't a part of that, looking at it positively, looking for the solutions, believing that they're there, your body isn't going to be activated. Um, physicality, you've got to move it in order to not lose it. And you've got to have uh, the belief that there is something out there for you that's calling you, that's your purpose in life in order to have any reason to do anything. So you can't just treat one thing, you can't just treat a symptom. You need to look at your root cause of your life and uh, nurture it from every aspect. And we don't get enough nutrition in our foods today. It's just simply lacking. You're going to have to uh, subsidize with no. something that is going to fortify your body because this machine cannot cope on its own. We don't have the fresh air we used to have. We don't have the pure water we used to have. We don't have the whole foods we used to have. So we're going to have to supplement with foods that are going to fortify us. And when we're feeling healthier, we're thinking healthier, we're more active, we're more productive, and we're more positive in our lives. It's, it's an integration of everything. Mm, I quite agree with you, young lady. I quite agree. There is one thing which, if I may say in conclusion, that for me, is probably the most important of all. And that is how many people each morning and each night say to themselves, I am going to do better. And when we look at what we eat, what goes through our mouths, our noses, most of the things that you're going through there are rubbish. Mm -hmm. As you rightly said, the food we eat today, actually, the food we eat today is 6% of what we used to eat, for those of us who were around in 1946. 6%. In the milk, there is nothing, nothing at all, mm -hmm. which is a benefit. Most of it's been taken out and put into a little pot, which they sell for a fantastic price, and add f the wrong sort of fat to, to make sure that you get poorly. 
But what we've got to say to ourselves every morning and every night, I'm going to do better. And going to do better with our health, going to do better with the way we behave, going to do better with the way we look at other people. And as you say, without criticism, without condemnation, live life to the full. I just only ask everybody around me to do that. We, tr we try and do it here. And although we work very, very, very hard, and I mean work very, very hard, okay, we help many, many people. But at the end of the day, we still say we can do better. That's what, as human beings, we strive to do. If we become complacent, Mm. And and uh, I, you know, um, I don't need to do any more. Then what's the point of getting up the next day? It's always that striving to do something better, something more, the improvement of your own life, of lives around you, that gives us that meaningful purpose in life, that gives mm. us that reason to get up. You have found some wonderful answers, but you know they're not the whole answers. So no. it's the, you know, even if you don't uh, produce anything else, it's about getting these answers out to as many people as possible so that you can increase their own lives, you know, and uh, give them the benefit of health in their own lives. It's, we should never just sit on our laurels. We should always, like, we've found something that's meaningful. Let's share, share, share. No, but it, 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 what we have to do uh, and, and I said I, I would love I would love for sake of argument somebody to take up the the test of seropeptase and curcumin in things like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and, and whatever. But what I what I would like to see is the turning against the machine which is being used to convince people that what is good is not good. There was a recent there was a recent publication uh, middle of last year I think it was there was a paper issued from a, a Swiss university highly respected which said that St John's wort was completely useless and possibly dangerous it didn't do anything for you I looked into this and I found that the backer, the provider of the money, was a chemical company. <laughs> yeah. of course. I, was sent, I was sent an email the other day by the trustee of a charity in, in the United Kingdom to whom we have given a substantial amount of product. And he showed me an email which showed that Brighton University had, with the aid of cancer research and one or two other bodies, been given £160,000, I think, which is the equivalent of about a quarter of a million dollars, to research if there is the possibility of curing cancer. <laughs> oh, dear. And oh, dear. They, they had accepted this. Cancer research had accepted this. Um, I, won't, I won't support that, I'm afraid. You know, people that come across with any of these, you know, will you support cancer? No, I will not. 
Oh. They will not support the cancer research. It's just a delay. It's just a wool over your eyes. There <laughs> is plenty of other options that cure cancer. There's plenty of prevention for cancer. I rather put my time, my effort, my money, my support behind those solutions that are already there than you trying to capitalize and pull the wool over people's eyes and saying you're researching it. We know what causes it. We know how to cure it. Let's get on and do it. Let's get on and do it. Exactly. Well, if it, 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 I can't remember the figures exactly, and obviously we're on air, so I've got to be a bit careful. But I did a little bit of research last year into the American Arthritis Association, which, if I remember rightly, and I'm subject to correction on everything I'm about to say, their turnover is a billion dollars. Of which, I think I'm right in saying, eight percent goes into research. Mm -hmm. The rest goes into publicity. Yes, media again, media again, and for it's looking up. <laughs> right now, if you take all the charities in the world, all the charities. Right, let's take the arthritis, cancer, diabetes, colonic, whatever, and the money that they collect knowing full, well, 100% certain that there is a cure and they keep telling Joe Public there isn't. Right. And if you imagine if they took all of that money and put it to products and gave it to all people the world free. Yeah. Right, but then we're, then we're cutting them out of their, their industry. You know, instead of them looking at the wellness industry, of keeping people well, they're looking at, I make more profit by keeping people sick. Let's change the mindset and look, I can make just as much money in keeping people well that now become more productive than everything else they do, creating new industries that bring out new opportunities and new abundance. You know, it's short-sightedness. It's again, it's that dealing with the moment, uh, you know, fill my purse at the moment, I'll pay the consequences later. There's far, many, far too many consequences that are happening in the world through that kind of decision-making that's been made in the past and mm. being made now. And being made now. Going back into history, and I, I've lost it. I, I, I lost my old computer um, and a lot of information went with it. But on that was a paper which came out of the United States, I think about just before the turn of the century, which said that if doctors would prescribe curcumin and serapeptase, you could close 50% of the hospitals in the Western world. Dan, you see, there's far too much money to be made in that. There's money to be made in sickness. What chance? What yeah, chance, I ask? Yes. So, again, it comes down to us as individuals and at this closing if you want to be well, your health is your responsibility. There are plenty of answers out there. <coughs> Excuse me. You have to be willing to uh, try things. You have to be willing to believe in them. You have to be willing to do the due diligence and see it through. I know mm. that I took it once and it didn't work. You have to give it the time in order to for it to do its job. And Natural. Natural products take time, that yes, is for sure. At least the three months before you start seeing results. Yeah. It's got to undo yeah. all that the, the damage that's been done before you start seeing some results. And uh, our cellular structure changes over every three months. 
So you have to give it that time in order to work and get in there and start reprogramming your system. Um, and, you know, that means that you've got to believe in it. That means you've got to be diligent in taking it. That means you've got to start changing your mindset to the way you look at life. There's so many things that you've got to do. It's not like, well, I'm going to take it and dare it to work. I'm going to believe that it works. And what else can I do at the same time to improve my own life? Stop giving your life over to the pharmaceutical world. Start taking ownership of your own health. Using whatever means you can and start being your own owner in your own life and your own decision making. Would you like to close this out with something, love? I will do that with pleasure. First of all, I would like to thank you very much for giving giving me this chance to air my weird and wonderful ideas. <laughs> wonderful but true. But above all, I would like to be able to say to people, please, there are ways and means. I haven't swallowed the book of knowledge a long, long way, but I have over 50 years of experience of digging in and knowing what works and what does not work. All I can say is if anybody needs help, please come through to me through either of the websites, www.homecures.co.uk or www.remed-naturel.net which has both English and French. All you've got to do is click the the flag at the top, English or French. Give me your problems. If I can give you the answer, I will. If I don't know the answer, I'll try and find it. And if I can't find it, I'll tell you. Sorry, folks, John got cut off there. The internet, don't you love it? Don't forget to get hold of him at homecures.co.uk. All the answers are there. He's absolutely driven by the passion to make you well, to have you educated on what's going on in the world to do with your health and products that truly do help you. Please do reach out to him. He will be able to help you. That conviction is there. Homecures.co.uk